hello and welcome back to another edition inside of the lecture room inside the lecture room is brought to you in partnership with the power nugget with rth podcast i am a host of show t henry and i'm a girl who wear many hats i am a student creative but for today i am wearing the hat of a student i'm your future journalistic teaching psychologist today we will be looking at the code of ethics we are still on the course of introduction to counseling psychology Have you ever stopped to wondering what life is like with a disability? Greetings and salutations, my friend. I am Rochelle T. Henry, and it will be my pleasure to take you down that journey where we will discuss life lessons, stories, testimonies, and everything in between while we keep it real with no scripts, just vibes. So grab your popcorn and come along for the ride. This is Power Nuggets with RTH. So the aim of this assignment is for me to say what is the code of ethics and name the governing body that is responsible for it. Next, I will be listing three common behaviors that are in violation to the code of ethics. Then I will choose one of the violations that is listed and define with use of an example, explain two things a counselor could do to avoid it or prevent it then I will say how it affects the counselor and client and then I will state three reasons why the code of ethics is considered to be important in the profession I must say thank you to my sources the Northern Education blog who provided a copy of the Code of Ethics the um, the American Counseling Association and the the mental blog all of these Will, will, will be listed in the document or the article that I will be doing. Also bear in mind that these are just or this recording is for me to break down to break down into my understanding to share with you. So I've done my research but I put it in my opinion so it 
can be easily broken down all right let's get into it and again my apologies for the background noise if you guys are hearing any Was it the Code of Ethics that named the governing body responsible? The Code of Ethics is to provide professional standards for counselors with the purpose of protecting the dignity of clients. The body that is responsible for the Code of Ethics is the American Psychological Association. Three common behaviors that are in violation to the Code of Ethics are 1. Practicing without license, breach of confidentiality, and dual relationship. And of course, these these all have a negative and positive side to them. So it depends on your outlook. Explain two things a counselor could do to prevent. The violations I will say one is to stick to the guidelines what I mean by this okay so it is okay for you um, it is okay for you to follow the guidelines follow the stick to the guidelines and follow what is on the agreement as well as to ask permission of the client to share so if it is that you are going to share an experience that the client experienced with a co-worker or something probably for a review or something it, I believe it is it would be okay for you to ask the client for permission to share and not to just go and share behind their back right so this is how in presentations we are tasked with identifying resources it's also important for you to ask for permission before um, going ahead and sharing sensitive information or sensitive detail that a client may share with you. How, how is it that the counselor is affected as well as the client? So if these are violated, the it is possible for the counselor to stand on a red line to lose her job, his or her job. So it can cost you your job. And for the client, they might not um, be comfortable sharing details with you because they feel as though um, you are going to share their details with other persons. Even if that's not your intention, if you did it once, without their knowledge and they find out um, they will be 
guarded and not want to share details with you and as a result of that they might run away from the therapy session or the sessions you have with them and find someone else to talk to or not because um, they will use the one bad apple which is you the counselor to judge the other good ones that are out there that doesn't have that intention state three reasons why the code of ethics is considered to be important with the counseling profession alright so like everything else the um the code of ethics is important because every profession has do's and don'ts, right? Every profession has do's and don'ts. It's important for you to have these to guide you, to stay updated and not breach or harm anyone because of this. My second reason why the code of ethics is important is for the client to know that they are safe, in a sense. And the third is to ensure that you understand and are, at, or, and are on point. And as I said before, kind of keeping updated with the profession. So, I'll repeat the three reasons is to ensure that you're not in breach of anything. It's like a deadline to the client will feel safe because they probably see that um, you are credible, you are reliable and three it's just for you to keep your job and stay updated and understand the do's and don'ts of the profession like every other profession you might enter What is the code of ethics and name the governing body responsible? The code of ethics is to provide professional standards for counselors with the purpose of protecting the dignity of clients. The body that is responsible for the code of ethics is the American Psychological Association. Three common behaviors that are in violation to the code of ethics are one, practicing without license, breach of confidentiality, and dual relationship. And of course, these, these all have a negative and positive side to them, so it depends on your outlook. Explain 
two things a counselor could do to prevent the violations. I would say one is to stick to the guidelines. What I mean by this, okay. So it is okay for you um it is okay for you to follow the guidelines, follow the stick to the guidelines and follow what is on the agreement as well as to ask permission of the client to share so if it is that you are going to share an experience that the client experienced with a co-worker or something probably for a review or something I believe it is it would be okay for you to ask the client for permission to share and not to just go and share behind their back right so just as how in presentations we are tasked with identifying resources it's also important for you to ask for permission before um, going ahead and sharing sensitive information or sensitive detail that a client may share with you. How, how is it that the counselor is affected as well as the client? So if these are violated, the con it is possible for the counselor to stand on a red line to lose her job, his or her job. So it can cost you your job. And for the client, they might not um, be comfortable sharing details with you because they feel as though um, you are going to share their details with other persons. Even if that's not your intention, if you did it once, without their knowledge and they find out um, they will be guarded and not want to share details with you and as a result of that they might run away from the therapy session or the sessions you have with them and find someone to talk to or not because um, they will use the one bad apple which is you the counselor to judge the other good ones that are out there that doesn't have that intention state three reasons why the code of ethics is considered to be important with the counseling profession Alright, so like everything else, the, um, the code of ethics is important because every profession has do's and don'ts, right? Every profession has do's and don'ts, so it's important for you to have these to guide you, to stay updated and not breach 
or harm anyone because of this. My second reason why the code of ethics is important is for the client to know that they are safe in a sense and the third is to ensure that you understand and are at or and are on point and as i said before kind of keeping updated with the profession so i'll repeat the three reasons is to ensure that you're not in breach of anything it's like a guideline to the client will feel safe because they probably feel that um, you are credible you are reliable and three it's just for you to keep your job and stay updated and understand the do's and don'ts of the profession like every other profession you might enter alright everyone thank you again for tuning into this episode once again I hope you found it insightful and do remember that this is my take with the use of sources right so i hope you found it um insightful and you got an understanding of what i'm trying to say or bring across as always take care of your mind here future psychologist with many hats signs out take care of yourself